0: Oh, baby we're going are we connecting yes and we're connected and we're going forward with music Here we go, and get Mr. Alvin Lee. We'd like to, too, Alvin. We keep trying. Maybe we're doing it a little bit. Here's another two-hour segment of trying to uh, get the hammer and the chisel out and uh, take some big chunks out of the big granite wall. Roger Sales, your host here on the Radio Ranch. It is the Tuesday edition. Martis in Spanish. Boris and Merkel know that. Mars. That's Mars Day Tuesday. Uh, And the date stamp is April the 18th, as we trudge through the holy month of retribution. And uh, we are simulcasting, as we normally do, on at least two places, maybe more, probably more, that it's Tuesday, eurofolkradio.com. Some of you are listening live there. Uh, Over on radio.globalvoiceradio.net. Some of you may be listening live over there. Uh, And uh, what are those? Uh, Home something TV and Freedom Network dot something. Paul, what is it?
1: I don't mean to We're smite
2: everywhere.
1: you. Home network dot TV and Freedom Nation dot TV. You're
0: going to do that. You got to drag out Chicken Man to do it. You just don't do justice to that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yes, we're on several different platforms, maybe more on the future. We'll see as we grow. Um, wow, Tuesday. Still kind of a couple of things that I, I was talking to Mike and uh, some of the Alabama folks there right before the show. There's two things that have kind of surprised me in the last couple of days. I've not heard one other person comment on Todd Callender's discovery. That that surprises me, honestly. Maybe that'll come. Maybe we were just early on getting tipped off to it. Uh, and the other thing that I was directly interested in, because after the show yesterday, I called my 95-year-old mother, who's extremely cogent for her age, and, uh, you know, just checking in and uh, seeing how she's doing and all that stuff. And uh, she goes, well, there's a big shooting up in, Well, she said initially Daleville, Alabama. Now, that wasn't correct. It was a little bit of her misinterpretation. At 95, you're you're entitled to stuff like that. And the real town, Mike, you tell me is Dodgeville? Mike, now you went away, Mike? No, damn. Okay, well, maybe Mike will come back with us in a minute. I'll continue. I think Mike said the town was Dodgeville. Uh, the reason that it struck my curiosity is my brother lives in the area there north of Dothan in South Alabama, and these little towns, Newton, Daleville, and uh, I forgot the other one. There's a couple little towns there, and one of them being Daleville. And uh, when my mom first heard about this, I guess on the radio down there in Florida, um, she called my brother because she thought it was very close to where he lived. Uh, it turned out it wasn't, and I think Mike, if Mike will come back on, he must have a big load of lumber or something on his forklift. Um, I believe Mike said it was Dodgeville. Any Daryl, if you're listening this morning, anybody in Alabama has got any information on this, I'd sure like to hear it because I hadn't heard a peep on this thing anywhere. Okay, I mean, it's pretty it – when they're suppressing something to the fact that you only find out about it through your 94-year-old mother, there's a lot of not, of oppression going on, suppression. So, did you say it was Dodgeville, Mike? I did, Bruce. Okay, Bruce. Okay. If somebody if can somebody, uh, do a search while we're talking. I can't see talk. i on the left. Okay, I figured you were. Uh, Anyway, evidently, it was over the weekend, and it was a party of some sort. They've got the whole thing clamped down uh, real tight. Uh, And, of course, uh, uh, you can uh, figure that if it wasn't counterproductive to the agenda, that you'd have heard all about it all weekend. And I don't believe I've heard a peep of anybody even mention it. Okay, so that's why I'm curious. Uh, so, uh, Mike, when you get a second, if you could come on, I'll tell you what I heard second, third, fourth, fifth hand, whatever it is, it was a party and evidently a couple of armed youths came in there and just started blasting the party. That's the impression I get. Four people were killed, 18 were injured and they put an immediate clamp on the situation in Dodgeville. Uh, I, uh, I, my mom did say that the sheriff had made some sort of a public notice asking anybody that had any information to come in and talk to them and give them because they're really looking for answers here. Uh, what Do you know Dave anything that I didn't cover right there, Mike? It's Dave, Bill. D-A-D-E. Dadeville, okay. Well, that's pretty close to Daleville. I can understand why you get those two confused. Uh, is is Dadeville? Can somebody throw it on a uh, on a map in the search engine? Is it above Montgomery somewhere?
3: Oh, uh, Roger, I, I saw a little episode in Branson. They were talking about it on the news. I didn't pay attention to it. It looked like a, a highway running through a bunch, you know, like a small town, extra small town with a bar in it. And that was it. You know, yeah, That's all they could show. Yeah. But that's all.
0: Well, I, you know, I've I I'd, <laughs> I'd been in the southeast a lot of my life. I never heard of Dadeville, Alabama. Okay.
4: So the that's writer,
0: why. Yes. I'm curious. What you got, Abraham?
4: I found a link to a a, a reputable researcher that, that looks into these sort of things. I uh, put it in the chat. It's under uh, Alabama birthday party and shooting hoax. And uh, it's a 153news.net. Uh, is the link, and uh, this person does good work. I haven't looked into it, but uh, it's in the chat in case anyone wants to take a look. And, uh, you know, this this person likes to go through all the uh, local news articles and compile the evidence and put everything together and, and right. you know, prove whether it's true or not. So right. what it's worth. Well, it,
0: doesn't, it doesn't sound like much of a hoax to me, but we'll see.
3: north oh. nor- northeast of Alabama. I mean uh, Montgomery, sorry
0: northeast of montgomery it's it's northeast of montgomery wow is it close have you got a map there is it close to the interstate because 85 runs down there all the way to mobile and the reason i know that is because that's the main part of the road i went back and forth to florida on for 30 years i don't ever remember seeing a dadeville is it close to the interstate by any chance
3: it's north of 85 do, do what? I'm watch. looking at it. It's north of it. It's northeast of Montgomery and northwest of Auburn.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's off to the northwest of Auburn, a little bit away from the interstate. Okay. Well, just interesting that something uh, evidently of that significance, and you're not even hearing about it. When man, they want to get rid of any any ex- excuse to get more headlines on get the guns. They don't it was, miss.
5: It was posted. Hey, Roger. On-
0: it was posted okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah, so, is that Nastasha? Is that you, sweetie?
5: It is me.
0: Okay, speak know. right into the speaker. You're you're a little distant if you could. Well, I'm and sorry. Tell us.
5: I need Can you hear me now?
0: I hear you I better, need, yes.
5: I need to get headphones. Um the um Daily Mail UK, they posted it right after the event happened. But I didn't read it. If I took my time reading about all these shootings, oh, I know. I'd get yeah. nothing else done.
0: <laughs> well, I understand and I wouldn't be as interested in it if it wasn't in right. my local area there so, you know, it's uh I like I said when you find out about an event like this from your 94-year-old mother something's going
5: right. on. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll post okay. it here as well.
3: All right, if Is you it, drop it, There was appreciate. a birthday yeah. party.
0: Boy, they got a happy birthday there, didn't they?
5: And it was, um, oh, wait a minute. Um, Oh, here it is. Something like 28 people were injured. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch. 28 were injured. So, I'll send it to you.
0: Yes Abram.
4: I scanned the uh the beginning of that video and uh the ATF and the FBI were there immediately. So that's usually a pretty good sign that it's either a setup or uh some sort of uh the
0: FBI sign up. the FBI <laughs> and who?
4: The ATF
0: were in Dadeville, Alabama immediately on a weekend.
4: They were there at the party. They're showing on the, uh, on the that, that local stinks.
0: news. That stinks to high heaven. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. I guess we'll maybe find out more about it as we go forward. Pretty interesting, though. The other thing that really has shocked me, as I said earlier, is that I haven't seen anybody even mention Todd Calendar's research. Okay that kind of shocks me, but it may be, there's just so damn much going on, you know, and that poses a problem for us because it makes it harder to get people's attention when they're so distracted. You know, if you go back to the learned elders of Zion, you ever read that? Nastasha, Have you read that yet? Abram, you read that yet?
6: Hey, Roger. Yes. yes. Um, uh- yeah, I've read some of it, but John Moore, I tuned in there late the last hour, and he had just learned about this pod colander thing, and it's posting it on his website, you know, two hours ago, so it's getting out there.
0: Okay, that's good. And um, he's
6: given uh, uh, Sherry, which I sent her in the mail, too, and you can find it on uh, SGT Report Substack, the uh, petition.
0: Okay, good deal. Yeah. Um, Roger. Right. Yes, Samuel, Yes. Eurofolk was not clear when I was
7: on it again this morning. Just thought I'd let oh, you.
3: Paul.
0: Oh, Paul. Is he off chasing coffee or something?
6: He said he might be running it through your computer, Eurofolk. So I don't know. I think he's working on it.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, we're if, we're, if we're, you're listening on Eurofolk, I'm sorry. The technical problems get to be habitual, unfortunately. Uh Abram and Nastasha, especially Nastasha. Have you read the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion yet or any of it? Yes. Nastasha? I'm curious with Nastasha because she's a pretty avid little student.
6: Look at number ten in particular. It's very pertinent.
0: Well, I'm I'm going somewhere with this if I can get there. I'm not getting uh, the cooperation I was wanting. The reason I brought that up, if you've not read it, well, first of all, it's very difficult to read because it'll make you sick at your stomach, okay, quite frankly. Um, In fact, the guy that did the original translation, the first time that this information was public to my studied uh, uh, knowledge is shortly after the Illuminati was founded in 1776 in Bavaria, outside of Frankfurt, um, they were sending parts of, evidently, the learned elders of Zion to Paris, where they were planning a revolution. And as God would have it, you know, this these are these things that are just freaky, right? Like the... The uh, William the Conqueror fighting Harold at the Battle of Hastings. He's got one archer with one arrow left. He shoots the arrow Rod. arbitrarily the year, and it ends up in Harold's eye. It drops Harold on the spot. Even though Harold was taking uh, taking the edge on the battle, all of his soldiers freaked out and left, and the world changed as William the Conqueror took over England and set up this system we're under today. One arrow. Arbitrarily
1: shot into the air. Yes. Raj, disconnect button. I'll pick up the Eurofolk stream and keep running just okay, disconnect so you want on your end all right you want me to just grab my
8: butt
1: it. yeah this morning in yeah.
0: public paul
1: okay all right yeah i'm sorry i'm spread i'm them. sorry it's a tuesday
0: spread them but okay all right <laughs> recording um back to where i was uh the first time that uh This protocol stuff came to light was they were sending a courier from Bavaria to Paris with some of the papers on him, and the guy gets hit by lightning. Just like this one arrow, okay? The rider gets hit by lightning. He kills him. Uh, He's on a horse, and uh, when they go to examine him and they open up his coat and inside his coat pocket are these protocol papers, type type papers, probably the precedent to it. And they published them in the newspapers in Bavaria. And the backlash was such that the Illuminati had to go underground. I think this is when they really infiltrated the Masonic lodges, but they may have already had a toehold in there, obviously. Uh, Weisskopf was... You know, this is very interesting when you look back at it and analyze it a little bit. Uh, Adam Weishaupt was one of the founders of the Illuminati. Weishaupt was a Jew who'd become a Jesuit and had gotten kicked out of the Jesuits. How how big a piece of crap do you have to be to get kicked out of the Jesuits? I mean, noodle on that, okay? So he was one of the founders. The guy has taken the papers, the courier to Paris. He gets hit with lightning. They find the papers. They put them in the newspaper, and the Illuminati goes underground for a couple of years. Evidently, that was the basics of the protocols of what was called now the learned elder design. They, To my knowledge, and Murr may correct me if I'm wrong here, they didn't surface again until the Bolshevik Revolution. And they surfaced in the Bolshevik Revolution in a more complete form, and it was in Russian, I believe. Russian or Yiddish? I, I, no.
6: I think I think Russian. It was a Russian woman, I think, that introduced them to Henry Ford.
0: Well, well uh, that may be uh but I, I, it was in a foreign language and it had to be translated. They had a copy that was smuggled out of Russia and the first person to translate this into English was a guy that worked for the British Museum of National History named Victor Marsden and uh, he I don't remember what his capacity there was, but he spoke Russian evidently and he could translate this and Victor Marsden's if you ever get a copy of its uh, uh some of his commentaries in there and he says, I can only work on this 30 minutes a day without getting physically ill. Okay. Uh, The point of all of that background here is that one of the statements in there, if you've not read it is we will keep them occupied with issues of little difference. We will keep them arguing. However, it's stated about issues of little difference. So all these other things, even though they're important, compared to what we've got, they're of little difference. Would you agree? I'm going to say silence
4: deems consent. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this is similar with, with what you're saying with that Todd calendar. They won't talk about the good stuff. Yeah.
0: So anyway, and I think that is we, we're fighting the issues of little difference, even though, hell, they're important. I don't, you know, I don't argue with you that they're, they have importance, but do they pale in in comparison to what we've got and the potential of this information? Yeah, they pale. OK, so that's a that's a frustration we're fighting. It's right there in the protocols, part of their little agenda and the way they do things, their little M.O., so, uh, anyway, there's a couple of things there to get started here this morning. Does anybody have, we have any new students on the line, maybe, that have questions and stuff? That, because you're Can I get one
1: here. question quick first? Does anybody uh, check the Eurofolk stream? Is it okay now?
0: Okay. Does anybody check the Eurofolk stream? Sammy, want to dial it in or somebody there and see if it's uh, Paul's wave, just magic. Right. Sounds-,
6: Sounds good. It's all,
0: it's all blurry on my end. It's all blurry on somebody's end. What'd you do, Paul? What seems to
1: be the problem? Did you there? did you check it? Cur- did you check it recently? Because I just changed it's a couple it. months ago.
0: <laughs> it's like herding cats around here, isn't it, Paul? Could somebody please check yeah, the is. Eurofolk Radio stream and see if it's clear, and just let us know, yes or no.
6: Well,
2: have yeah, the open
0: and it's good. out. Okay. okay, who who is that trying to say something? You got a terrible phone. What's your comment? It's better now. Yeah, good. good. My God, I didn't understand a single thing she said. So anyway, some uh, some of you got terrible phones or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, thank you. Hopefully we got that straightened out. I'll let Paul continue to do the recording over there on globalvoiceradio.net. And uh, you can transfer the show to me like we did yesterday and get it posted. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Is, that,
3: is that
5: you? Yeah, that stupid Bluetooth wasn't working. Okay, um, it's working now. They just told me that it's working. On tar-
3: okay, good.
0: Thank you, Paul. Yeah, Bluetooth always seems to screw up, folks. If y'all are using it, try to find another way to connect, if you could. Um, So uh, if we've got any new students, now's the time. We'd love to hear from you with your questions. Get those addressed and see if that spurns any interesting discussions. And if not, we'll spurn an interesting discussion on our own. New students, hello. Come
9: forward.
0: Okay. None of those today. Uh, all right. Where would somebody hey, else Roger? like to go? There's somebody right there. Yes. <laughs>
9: this is this is Nancy from Virginia. Um, hi, Nancy. I just have hi. I'm I'm working, so this will be brief. I just wanted to let you know that I'm meeting uh, for dinner this evening a friend that I met here in the Republican um, voter integrity. uh, Seminars and training a couple about a year and a half ago, and she has a job with the state voter registration department, whatever. So, one of the things I'm going to inquire about her with her is see if she can investigate uh, what opportunities to participate nationals have. That because I've started to educate her about my change in status, and so I'm gonna, so I just wanted to let you share, I wanted to share with you that I'm gonna be researching that.
0: Okay. Great, Nancy. Now you've evidently done a little preliminary talk with her about this?
9: Yeah, I've I've mentioned mentioned it, but I'm going to um provide some more information and some resources and then uh feel her out as to what she can uh, find out with uh through her position. So Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I, they I think there's only two options. You're either a voter or you're an elector. And so we know we're not voters now, and it seems to me that's a process of elimination. But I'll be very interested to hear what insights she may have into this. It's one of the real non-threatening weapons we've got to to put some heat on these folks. They're getting heat from everywhere else. Uh, and by the day they get exposed... And it's just another way to put a little more pressure on them. So hopefully that's something we uh, can pursue, and I'll be interested to see what you find out from your friend, Nancy, and tell her, if you would, that I send my cordial regards.
9: Oh, definitely. I'm going to um, give her uh, your website information and also printing out the um, the listing of cases that, distinguish between the state citizen and the 14th amendment federal citizenship. And, uh, it's so a good starting point. And then, uh, yes. you know, include her, the, your website. So I'll pass along your regards okay. and I probably need to get off the phone. <laughs>
0: oh, you know, that's right. You're at work. Thank you, Nancy. Um, and give us some feedback if you get some,
9: I will. Um, <laughs> thank you so much hey, i'm listening but i i can't
0: really okay. talk that okay well that's okay we 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 certainly understand appreciate you uh being at work and listening um i thought it was very interesting yesterday not a not totally unusual on uh, what gary brought us about uh his meeting last thursday gary as him and gina his wife boy but i better not leave gina out of that Uh, Gary and Gina, as a team, have done a tremendous job up there in uh, Kalispell, Montana, Flathead County, on uh, spreading the message and getting one hell of a group up there. I've spoken with them twice. Last time, there was over 50 people in the room on a Monday night in Kalispell, Montana, okay? Now, I do agree that it's a perfect part of the country with a lot of very freedom, independent minded people, uh, self-reliant and all that stuff. And this message certainly appeals to that type of person. But uh, he's gotten so many uh, folks that He's now having two meetings a week, and he's got a whole meeting later on in the week. The Monday night meeting is the one for folks that are into it, and the other meeting is for new folks so they can explain the basics here. And as Gary told us yesterday, he had a room full of the new student meeting last week, and one of the people that was there brought a friend of his who was an attorney. And the guy kept bugging Gary and Gina during the whole meeting and interrupted the meetings uh, uh, sufficiently enough to the point where they kicked him out. And the guy that brought him came up afterwards and said he was sorry for bringing him. There's your law school graduate, typical folks. There's your law school graduate right there. And it's not their fault. They haven't been taught any of this stuff in law school. They went through law school. They've taken a bar test. They put all this effort reading all these cases and all this crap. Remember the old movie, The Paper Chase? It, wasn't a ser- it was not a series on TV. Y'all, any of y'all old enough to remember The Paper Chase? I know some of you are. Remember what I The Paper it. Chase was? It was about law school. Okay, so the paper chase—how how appropriate. Um, but then they come out, and you're giving them this stuff. Is you know, here's here's Gary. He goes out and does construction and builds things, and he's telling this lawyer stuff. This lawyer's never been exposed to before, and he objects. How how much of a more perfect example to illustrate the the condition we're in, especially as it deals with dealing with lawyers. I mean, this idiot. Uh, 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 what was his name? Mick McConnell. Mike McConnell or or something over at RBN that's Tom D's big buddy, is a big attorney and oh no, no don't, do don't do that Tom it. don't do that you'll get, they'll deport you they'll deport you you Ron, idiot
6: Ron O'Donnell
0: Ron O'Donnell well I called him Ronald McDonald because uh, he's a clown
6: yeah but Ronald uh, McDonald's a good guy so
0: <laughs> uh, evidently where whatever correspondent school he got his law degree from didn't have any component of legal research involved um, is a conclusion that I drew immediately. Uh, So anyway, you run into these characters and isn't that amazing? Here's somebody with this title is supposed to be this big professional guy and they don't know any of this stuff, folks. I fear
3: no evil for the law is with me. Yeah, right.
0: The force. The force. Yes. Bruce. Uh they don't know anything. The legal secretaries are the ones that do the research. Well, I mean, I when I went to paralegal school there in Atlanta for six months at night, and we had ten different modules there, and every module was taught by a practicing attorney. Okay, and uh, of course, they're just they probably doing so poor at their work, they had to hustle a teaching job on the side. Right. And so uh, one of them, I don't remember which module it was in, but one of these attorneys got up in front of the class. He made this statement in front of the whole class. He said, when you graduate from here, you'll know you'll know 90 percent. You'll you'll know more than the attorney you work for. Oh, people. That's uh, yeah, a
1: sad commentary. I, it's, it's, a hell,
0: it's a hell of a sad comment, Paul. <laughs> hey,
6: Roger. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll read a paragraph. It's the last part of Protocol 10. It happens to be on page 33 of this PDF. and I'll oh, post
10: it.
8: How, how But prof-
6: you yourselves perfectly well know that to produce the possibility of the expression of such wishes by all the nations... It is indispensable to trouble in all countries the people's relations with their governments, so as to utterly exhaust humanity with dissension, hatred, struggle, envy, and even by the use of torture, by starvation, and this is in capital letters, by the inoculation of diseases, by want, so that the goyim see no other issue than to take refuge in our complete sovereignty in money and in all else. But here's the good part. This is probably the best line in the whole Protocols. But if we give the nations of the world a breathing space, the moment we long for is hardly likely ever to arrive. I think Trump provided that.
0: Yeah, that's why they hate him so much, is they had all this stuff. Ju- you know, they had it ready to pull the string back in 2016, had Hillary gotten in there. We'd, we'd really be in the middle of the hess, okay? And, and, and so when that got sidetracked, well, you notice how apoplectic they went. I mean, for immediately, they go and picking off Flynn and all this stuff. They bring in Russian collusion, totally false, and plague him for four years with it, literally. They surround him with their agents. Uh, uh, I mean, the guy was at a tremendous disadvantage, okay? You know, uh, hey, this That's a really, really know? good point. Uh, hold on. Hey, Abram Red, was first. Does anybody know yeah.
2: what uh IRS file 571 is?
0: IRS file, 571, never heard of it.
2: Well, tax court supposedly yesterday uh, released a statement saying that the IRS doesn't have the power to levy fines on somebody who failures a file 571.
0: Somebody want to look up 571 real quick and inform us? That came out of tax court, Mike? Yes, sir. Oh, Mike? Where? Which one?
2: I, I don't know. It was just a snippet I was reading yesterday on uh, MSN News.
0: Okay. Don't know about five seventy one. Maybe so. They can't r- give us that again, if you would. They can't levy you if for something to do with five seventy one. It said the
2: tax court said that the IRS cannot levy fines on somebody failure to file a five seventy
1: one form.
0: A five seventy one form.
1: Yes, sir. They fail. They failed to file a five seventy one form.
0: And they can't levy them if they fail to file it. That's kind of what I got out of that. Somebody want to enlighten us on a five seventy one form, real quick? Mike, do you know? No, Mike probably
2: no. Well, I was just I was scrolling
5: through MSNBC. And it says it says a tax sheltered annuity.
0: Okay, tax sheltered annuities. That's not in our wheelhouse. Okay, so um, Publica- publication publication five seventy one, any- January twenty
5: twenty three.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anybody got any tax sheltered annuities here in the group? Uh, I didn't, wish didn't, didn't think so. Ah, uh, okay. I forgot where I was going. Abram, you were trying to say something. <clears throat>
4: Yeah, I was in. makes a really, really good point about uh, including the 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 point about the doctors and the inoculations. You know, giving yeah. disease through injections. You know, they've oh, yeah. destroyed the professions, both of them. They've destroyed the legal profession, where yeah. lawyers don't know the law, and yep. they've destroyed medicine, where where doctors don't heal. They just dis- yeah. administer these medicines and they inject you with these poisonous diseases. You know. Or well, uh, contaminants which create disease within the body. Right. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say they're diseases. Well, they,
0: as much as they like want to kill you, they really want to make you sick. Where you got to continue to be umbilical to their medical establishment.
4: Um, Abram, well, are you right now? I'd say with, they, they definitely want to kill you right now.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, th- th- um, are you familiar with uh, uh, Mister Hitchcock's book, *Synagogue of Satan*? no um he's got a quote in there i'd seen it before um and he did a great job on that book i've never read it but i know he did um he's got a quote in there from fort murr i know you know this 1498
6: 1489 what the
0: letter okay four, yeah 1489 well that's pretty good wasn't it just a little dyslexic there on the end
6: what's the um, answer, and opal letter
0: Right, uh, and and this happened out of Spain as uh, the uh, Jews were getting kicked out of Spain. Okay, and uh, they wrote a letter to the Sanhedrin in Constantinople. Have you ever heard of this, Abram? No. Okay, fourteen eighty nine. Okay, 1472 was when the Jews had to change. This was a few years later. They wrote the Sanhedrin in Constantinople and asked them to explain their situation. And the the Constantinople Sanhedrin wrote them back, and this was included in that correspondence. Have your children become apothecaries so they can kill Christians. 1489,
4: Abram. Not doctors, not doctors, apothecaries, right? They're the, Correct. The pharmacists, Correct. the ones mixing the drugs, they can Correct. add a little something here and there.
2: Sorcerers. Correct. Sorcerers, yeah. Hey, BitChute has the entire 5 hours audio book of him doing that.
0: Oh, Bit BitChute has uh, Andy's uh, entire book on there?
2: Yeah, him him narrating the book. It's five hours long.
0: And with Andy's wonderful British accent, he he read it? Yes, sir. Oh good.
4: Well Andy's a heck of a good guy.
2: Yeah, it's a so good guy. Anyway. So again, Mer
4: Mer made a really good point with yes. the sorcerer. So with you know, pharmacia, you know, is the, the origin word for pharmacist and pharmacy. And uh there's a translation in the Bible of, of sorcerer, but it's not really a sorcerer as we think of it in terms of magic. You know, they've they've changed the meaning of that word as well. It's more well, of the pharmacist, the apothecary, where you know, they're adding a little something to your uh your medication or your soup or whatever and uh, over yeah.
0: time. Yeah, a little mercury, a little lead. Come on, a little arsenic. Yep. Come yep. on, Abram. Hell, you ought to be able to handle yep. that. And now
4: they're restless.
6: They want to inject it directly. You'll be ruled by but, merchants and sorcerers.
0: Merchants and sorcerers. Rogers. Now, the John, I can remember, hold on a second, uh, uh, Samuel. Uh, John in those seminars, Constant, uh, spent a bit of time on this and he spent a bit of time on the sorcery word okay pharmakia it says do not partake of their pharmakia I believe it says that in Revelation uh, back there doesn't yeah. it Mur? yeah okay and they fornicated with the nations boy have they fornicated the nations Um, and it talks about they have deceived the nations with their sorcery right yep okay you go to sorcery, just like other words, have several defini- definitions, don't they? The one John concentrated on was chance. One of the definitions of sorcery was chance, C H A N T S. And John speculated could there chant be? ucc because U-C-C. U-C-C. that's how they've done all this.
6: they got a bunch of chants. they got us chanting COVID now, which is Divoke, you know.
0: Mask, mask, mask. You don't have a yeah. mask.
6: Mm-hmm. Booyah. Booyah very much.
0: So, anyway, just some interesting sidelines discussion today. Samuel, you were trying to get in there a second ago. What you got?
3: Well, this isn't Samuel, but uh, in Andy's second edition, he includes both Ford's International Jew and the protocols in his book. Yep, yep. Oh, cool.
6: It's longer, quite a bit longer. Uh, yeah.
3: And also, also, I heard yesterday on his show, uh, someone or a couple of people have been going into his apartment that he he didn't know about, and he's had to put up, uh, things by his door so if someone comes in it alarms him really yeah well, this
8: going on, oh,
6: well there's some ta- ta- towel rack that he doesn't use and I forget how the whole deal but it's right near the commode and it was in the way uh, so somebody had been in there messing around with a screwdriver <laughs>
0: so, well they probably got bugs that. all through the house now I wonder if he should debug it yes
5: I just, this is Nastasha. I just wanted to share something out of Faust, the classic. Yes. Ah,
0: Faust. Faust. Uh, Let's give some background to the audience. Most people don't know about Faust, okay? Uh, Faust was written by a pretty famous German philosopher, uh, Nastasha, and his name was?
5: I don't pronounce it properly. It's G O E T H E. Goethe?
0: Goethe. 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 Yeah. Goethe is the way the Germans would pronounce it. He was a philosopher right around the same time as Hegel. They evidently were all contemporaries over there, Hegel and a couple of other ones too. There was a very liberal one that ended up being the basis of the Argentine Constitution, actually, because I heard a guy lecture on it down there. And I don't remember the guy's name. I wish I did. I'd never heard of him before. Anyway, Faust was uh, one of Goethe's. It's an opera. It was one of Goethe's primary works, what he's really famous for. What The other thing he's famous for, Nastasha, is one of his sayings. And we use it around here quite a bit occasionally. There are none so helplessly enslaved as those who falsely believe they're free. The guy that said that. Wrote this. Go ahead, Nastasha. Tell us what Faust is.
5: Well, Faust. Within Faust, um, there's a section, and it's referencing the "quote unquote" pandemic of of that time, and, play, and just so you play. Know, I, I don't adhere to I don't adhere to a germ the, germ theory, a viral theory, or a contagion <laughs> okay. theory, but this is what Faust said. What. Goethe had Faust say, Here was the medicine, the patients died. No one asked who recovered. So we roamed with our hellish pills among the valleys and the hills, worse than the pestilence plague itself we were. I myself have poisoned thousands, that's quite clear. And now from the withered old must hear. How Men Praise Shameless Murderers. How appropriate is
0: that? F-A-U-S-T. This is even more appropriate. The overall deal of Faust was
3: about a guy that cut a deal with the devil. Right. It's an opera. The Faustian bargain. Anthony
4: Fausti. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so <laughs> I, I learned of this particular I learned of this particular passage from Dr. Stefan Lenka, and he's okay. a brilliant man in Germany and um, scientist and a true scientist. So I um, yeah, so there's a presentation that he gave, and that's where um, and he he references Tamiflu. Um, when he's referencing this passage from Faust. But Dr. Stefan Lanka he showed that the viral theory is not harmful, it's not contagious, and he um, it was via measles that he proved his point. So um, anyway, but I just...
4: Yep. No, I agree. Can, can I follow up on that? He thoroughly yep. debunked the viral theory, okay, so he was a, a virologist investigating uh, marine uh, biology and, and viruses in, in marine life, and he found something kind of similar, which, you know, a very large version of what, you know, similar to what people thought viruses were, and so he started looking in order to, to, to uh, I guess, uh, dial in his technique in in researching these these so-called viruses, he started looking into virology and trying to figure out what they were doing, you know, to reproduce it. And he looked deeper and deeper and started thinking he was crazy because he found that there was no there there. There was no virus. Nothing was teasing out any virus that when you do one process and in a sample that had a so-called viral infection, you do the same process to a sample that's known to not have the effect, infection and you get the exact same outcome. And so he put out a, uh, a, a bounty of $100,000 Uh, euros i think it was and he said anyone who can prove that the measles exists conclusively in one document i will you know will win one hundred thousand dollars and it went to the high court in germany and uh the the person who thought it was trying to claim it lost because he had not proven that this virus existed in measles because it doesn't and uh you know this is going to be a real huge hurdle for people to overcome we've been taught this lie and, yeah, and, like hey, like hey, Abram, you're a citizen of the well, United States, aren't you? Exactly. And and I understand, like it's so I, I get it. You know, uh, kudos who, who was the person that just mentioned that who brought this up? Kudos to you, because this is oh, a huge nostalgia. mountain to, to...
3: <laughs> was I mean, have right i
4: am not adhered.
5: yeah, I've not adhered to the viral theory for at least twenty years because um there's oh, wow, you're one of one of well, one of the main components is um, Dr. Bouchamp, um, B-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-P-E, and uh, he was French. he was the true mm. scientist. And um, during that time, was Pasteur. Pasteur stole from him and rewrote. Pasteur had the financial background, yeah. and yeah, Pasteur was the Be in his lap.
0: Pasture, and so Pasture was Nastasha. Let me interject. Pasture was a Jew, too. Go ahead.
5: So, and he had the financial background, he was given the financial support. So, um, but anyway, Bochamp, I I read Bochamp it for the first time was at least 20 years ago, and so, um, anyway, so yeah, I've not adhered to it for a long time, but during this past you know during the 13 i mean the three years of insanity um you know that's when like when i found stefan lenka and i was like oh my god somebody thinks like i do i mean and there are plenty of people who do but you you just couldn't hear them for that first year so um through the insanity it's it's like a civil war going on the other thing i just want to state this I just want to state this, is that the other thing that Stefan Lenka brought up was Plato was also opposing this viral theory back during his time. And really? where I'm a student of Plato, I mean, Plato, it, it's all about our soul. It's about the soul and the self. And so, um, yeah. so that would go along with. Um, another um, medical uh, and not medical another paradigm in regards to if the soul is sick the body can become sick so if the soul is yes. healthy so anyway um, so he was fighting that back then and Stefan Lenka goes through the history from the time of Plato forward of how the contagion viral theory, the use of fear, has been used to control economics. Uh,
3: there's the big, um, there's the big one.
5: Etc. Etc. And he goes through the whole history, um, yeah, showing that. So, anyway, well worth listening to.
3: Roger, yeah. yes, uh, Dr. Is- Lorraine. Dr. Lorraine Day has a book called "Germs Don't Cause Disease Any More Than Flies Cause Garbage." She goes through that All whole right. litany.
0: Right. Yep. Great. Great patriot. got
3: well, a little Lorraine Day.
0: Was that Daryl?
3: Well,
11: the, uh, this is Dave. Dave, New York. There's another oh. perspective that's uh, that's very different. Um, that uh, uh, there, I had a visitation, uh, an appearance this weekend, and this was not a normal man. Um, and he spoke to me about various things about my uh, life specifically that other people wouldn't know. And um, he also mentioned that <clears throat> I think we should look at it like this. You have people who don't believe in conspiracy theories at all, and they have no clue, and others who do. And I said, well, those people are in a bubble. He said, no, they're not really in a bubble, but they're living their life just fine, basically is what he was saying. He said "There's other, the other people who believe in these conspiracy theories are also, I mean, the people who don't are programmed from birth with a TV for years and years. And when they look at something, they interpret it according to their programming. He didn't explicitly say that, but we got to that point with my agreeing with him. And when I would agree with him, he could go further with me. So this was this was a training exercise for me. I've been having miraculous things happen. So So then he talks about those who have conspiracy theory ideas, and we don 't know absolutely for sure, but those people he is also suggesting are being programmed, and these would be programmed I would say by by uh, Satan and fallen angels to follow that direction, and so we have a separation and what we have here is is all orchestration of all these things by the devil who who is who is seated and running the earth, basically it says in the scripture in a passage don 't recall it exactly. But, um, yeah, the whole world lies in the lap of the wicked one, basically. It it's one he was talking so, to um, Jesus,
0: this, said, I can give you the whole world if you'll follow well, me. Well, he
11: sounded <laughs> – yeah, what were you saying? Yeah. Sorry, Roger.
0: I said That's when Satan was talking to Jesus and he offered him the whole world and Jesus said, no, I think what you're getting down to boil it down to is it Ecclesiastics or Ephesians back there in the Old Testament where it says, because they have not a love of the truth, I will send them strong. Exactly. Illusion that they will believe a lie. That's yeah. exactly what you're talking about.
11: Yes, yes. But, well, but the point is that- people are believing Believe that people are believing many lies, and and everything is not the entire truth. And, and I don't discount well, uh, the spiritual thing that's being talked about as a source of disease, but at the same time, I mean, if you look at Stefan Lanka's uh, uh, measles challenge, that all had to be in one paper. And what they they did they they provided the proof in more than one paper. So um, so I think you need to look at this in different ways. Um, uh, there are, viruses are clear structure and they they've been characterized, but that doesn't mean that that's the sole reality here, but it does mean, it does mean they exist and um, they, are, they are found in diseased patients. And, of course, things rot due to microorganisms. We know that. So, but that may not be the entirety of reality. And what he said is the people, the reality is above this. And, and, and these two ideas of conspiracy and non-conspiracy, for example, these minds swirl up in reality. And, and there's, there's a higher spiritual realm which we don't see and many things are happening. So all the things that happen in my yeah. life are actually miraculous. And things that seem to be bad are not bad because God works things out to the good. They feel bad. They seem bad. They can be very bad, but they aren't. So that was the point. So I, we should not make conclusions on this virus and non-virus thing. It's more complicated.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give you well, a perk. Science isn't being used. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you a perfect personal example of what you just stated. That auto accident that I was in in Argentina where there were six fatalities, and, uh, a horrible, horrible incident. Out of that terrible incident came this today. It was that incident that got this started.
11: Okay. Exactly. So, there was- Miraculous events occur that are bad that give to be turn out to be good. Yes, yes, tragedies
0: bring new beginnings. Go ahead. And I just want to
5: say I just wanted to state quickly that's one reason why with Stefan Lanka when he referenced Plato, where I'm a true student of Plato, I understand that higher realm that Plato talks about and in regards to the soul, in regards to the good, the beautiful. And there's a whole aspect in regards to what evil is. So I don't agree with a lot of the way evil is spoken of today. There's a different philosophical, okay. metaphysical, spiritual perspective. So oh, okay. I agree with what you're saying, but you know viruses are healthy. Actually, we wouldn't be yes, alive without a virus. They're solvent. So,
0: They're a solvent. They get rid well, of. I would say of, but I don't
5: want I, I, I'm I'm kind of finished with this for myself, just because of my own perspective that I've studied extensively. So okay. I don't like to, you know, spiritual, uh, yeah. is a very, it's, it's a very, you know, Jefferson stated, it's very, it's one's own conscience before God and, and one's own study and understanding and knowing. And so I like to respect what other people choose to adhere to and respect that. And there's always room for change. And so I don't like to be dogmatic about anything in the, in that regard. Right,
11: right. I yield. Right, yeah. Through, I would through, I would say there's both both, through, both through, things are real. Both it. things okay. are real. Hold
0: on. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. 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 I think we've beaten the viral theory topic to death. So.
0: Now I wanted to transfer and take this over to the soul, and I think it's a right. really important thing. As yes.
3: Well, just for your information, Ted Brower is going to begin a series, May 1st, on the battle between the angels in heaven in the book of Genesis. Okay.
0: Um, Our enemies in their Talmud say that we have no souls, and they are the only ones that have souls. And yet it appears by their actions that they don't have a soul because a soul would be empathy, compassion, care for your fellow human being, etc. And they don't have too much of that that I can see. Okay. Uh, so it isn't that interesting?
4: Well, you know, Roger, well, I think- it's, it's it's in order to see something under a microscope. You have to put a stain on it. And so they can right. only find these stained souls when they examine them. But the, the rest of us have the pure souls.
0: Well, I damn sure hadn't seen many of them with one, <laughs> any indication of them having one. Okay. You know, uh, you go back to the hazard circular and in and and that language in that, and they talk about our principled men. These things will be executed by our principled men. Principled on what? Lack of soul?
4: I was making a joke.
0: I know. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Raj? I, hey, I'd
12: like to say something.
0: All right, hold on. Let Paul get in here. He might
1: have something important, a technical. Yes. All right. <laughs> might have something important. Get right That's right. It only... we're we're talking about Paul here. Um and the the thing about uh, uh them having souls and us not having souls or us having souls and them not appearing to have souls. Uh they just they place a different value on human life as opposed to whatever whatever type of life they are. So they may, they may have compassion for their own ilk and their own kind. But then again, you really got to wonder if they do because they use spirit cooking and destroy their children's minds just to twist them into evil things. So you really can't go there. I, I okay. Anyway, I think that was
0: kind. Those are the things that I think about occasionally on the side. You know, probably more than occasionally, actually. Who was the female that was trying to say something there? We don't want to marginalize you. If it wouldn't have been for Paul, you'd have gone. Yeah, I, I, I'd have shut him up and let you talk. So go, go ahead, please. Hey,
12: Roger.
0: Hello, hello. Um, can you talk right you in the phone so can we can I hear have, you? Uh, is it Ella?
12: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes.
0: It is, is it here. Ella? Okay, well, we can't hear you. you got a terrible connection.
12: Uh, how about now? Can you hear me now?
0: Well, it's a little better when you talk right in the microphone.
12: You know what? I have a headset on that's plugged into my phone. Is this better? Yes. No? Yes. Okay. Okay, good. It's better. Hey, you know, Roger, you always talk about, and, you know, a lot of people talk about in this group um, that, you know, we have to take care of our own health, and I love to listen to, and Mer can relate to this, that Ingrid Castle, now she had a very interesting program on last week, and I will, uh, this is out of the book of Proverbs, drink water from your own cistern running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. Now, the Bible has many things on how to take care of yourself. And, you know, the book of Leviticus is is one and so forth. But this, now don't gross out, folks. But this deals with drinking your own urine, and it used to be a practice.
3: It still is.
12: And, uh, well, see, but see, in in mainstream nowadays and so forth, nobody does it. But her interview with a gal by the name of Elaine, they talk about it in depth and what they're, you know, how they do it and other uses for urine and so forth. But when I corresponded with her today, well, I got a correspondence from Ingrid. She uh, referred me to a website, and uh, let me go. It is Meet Doctor Group. It's yeah. globalhealing
6: Uh, that's yeah. Your,
0: I think yeah, yeah, Adam, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Didn't Mike Adams yeah. interview him about a, about eight ten months ago yeah. or something? I believe. Sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. So no, listen, I they, wanted they to share that, that
12: with you guys.
0: They practice that today quite frequently in India. It's a heavy part of Indian Correct. medicine.
1: Doctor yeah. Group is yeah. the guy that so. that invented. Doctor Group is the guy that invented the humic fulvic supplement that I sell. So yep. yeah, I, yeah, I know all about him.
6: India is uh, Ayurveda, the art of being, and uh, Shavastra, shamstra I think is is the name of that practice. But yeah. I, I mean,
0: sure I've been, been
6: doing it. this for 20 years, and it's a way to cure cancer even.
0: Right. Uh, you know, I mean, one of the most amazing <laughs> things that I remember from the Mike Adams interview, excuse me, <clears throat> is that you can take your urine and rub it on your skin, and it's like a sunblocker. You won't sunburn. How weird is that?
12: Right.
1: Gets rid
0: of
12: athlete's no, foot, too. weird, Roger.
0: Yeah. It's not weird. It sounds weird to me, but I'm, I mean, I'm not skeptical. I'm well, it's not, I'm not the it
6: factor, but tell me, which is which is worse? Take care of yourself and staying calm and staying home or riding wherever you got to go, paying the money for everything to get there, and then have them torture you and give you right. sorceries.
2: Right. That okay.
3: doesn't
0: sound good. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, five people want to talk, okay? We can't do that. Abram?
4: Oh, uh, I have a little joke. I was going to say, uh, I'd like to see the healer that has the patient come back again and says, "You haven't been drinking your pee, have you?"
0: Yeah. Or, yeah.
4: Not he, taking my advice. How you about if?
1: To, how about if you have to pay him to urinate on you? <laughs> oh my God! There, there are people that'll pay big money for that. So I, yeah. so, so I've, I've heard. heard. No, that's <laughs> right.
6: <laughs> Listen, there was the guy Jennifer Dando had her Yep.
2: She him, yeah, she called right.
6: him Mike. He was in the Navy and he ended up in the brig because he was, uh, uh, you know, just acting out and probably having lack of nutrition and whatever. And he was a young, big guy and whatever, so he started lapping up what was on the
1: floor—urine. I mean, oh my god.
6: Yeah, that sounds bad, but they weren't I giving him so- any water; they're just giving him these meds. But anyway, I got got some- but he actually has something a else to say.
0: Okay, hold on, Ella. We'll get to you. Finish up, Mur, please.
6: Yeah, people come over uh, from Europe and all over the world, and he drinks her urine and, and test drives it. Let them, lets them know what they need to do.
0: <laughs> now, a, yeah, I, I won't pass judgment on that. What do you got, Ella?
12: <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, when Ingrid wrote to me, she said um, on April 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 8th we had a caller who held urine in her mouth and still does for 15 minutes a day. The practice has saved her from serious dental issues and has tightened her gum.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, okay.
12: So there's well, your, urine, there's your answer for dental zero. issues.
0: Well, I can tell you one thing. It's the answer for your garden. You start putting urine on some of your plants, your tomato bushes will go nuts
6: yeah, you're once are really- right.
0: Once yeah,
6: a week. But the thing is, with this uh, urotherapy, you learn to control your diet. So, Because it's like it doesn't have hardly any flavor. At most, it's like a broth if you're eating a good diet. If you're eating a lot of sweets, it's going to be acidic. Okay? Yeah. And if, you shouldn't be eating a lot of meat because that infects it too. And, you know, anyway, there you go.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Roger, so, if I may.
0: The- are we done with the health segment today? Yes, go ahead,
8: Paul.
1: Um, Annie has been unmuted for some time, trying to get in there. Uh, Annie. Annie uh, well, you know, I, I,
8: you, I just want, you, want to say, um, urine is sterile. Yes, that's exactly vaccine. what that's
0: exactly what was on my mind a minute ago. I was going to say that too, Annie. Thank you.
8: So there's there's you know nothing wrong with drinking, and however that the, the um, um that you know the idea of it. It, you yeah. know, it you know, affects even me. However, in the, in an emergency, I mean, that's what you'd have to do. And there are doctors that say that, um, like what um, Merle was saying, that, you know, all the all the nutrients you ever need are, are coming out in your urine. Yeah. And so if it's an emergency, you know, that's what I'd have to do. But I couldn't even drink my own breast milk because it like I can't. <laughs> Although yeah. people are finding that it <laughs> cures cancer when you drink breast milk, so. is that right? <laughs> oh, I mm-hmm. didn't know
0: that. Um, I do know that they suggest that if you're going to do any of this urine drinking, that you do the first uh, disposal in the morning is supposedly the best
6: yeah but, the uh, most hormones and nutrients are in there right you yeah. well, ideally what you do if we're straight from your tap
0: <laughs> right is
6: you uh let a little bit first run and then you right. take a cup or a pint or whatever you get and then you know not the last little bit so
0: i'll tell you what there's probably more people that drink urine today than bud light
1: yeah probably mm-hmm. Raj. yes Quick comment from what I've heard, and i looked into it uh, briefly um, uh, <clears throat> you capture the middle of the stream yeah. Yeah. That's what I and just said. Then, yep, and yep. then you let that set so any um so any uh, particulates or solids will settle to the bottom, and then you pour off the top two thirds there are
6: no solids. And, that's missing that's, no, that's only,
1: only if you're
0: passing only if you're passing kidney stones or something
6: <laughs> yeah and also uh with this uh i'll give that link again Eurotherapy research.com group even experiments with fermenting it and and that has other uh
3: yeah, you know,
0: I,
6: it has I, and things in it but I, i'm not there either
0: fermenting fermenting urine may be your next project past the wine so,
6: but i've done this for 20 years and uh after, what if you uh, wand?
0: Hey, what if you wand the urine?
6: Well, you're wanding yourself in the water that you put in you, so you don't really need to. But Jim Ram played a, a group thing, and he uh, not only drinks it, but put a drop or two in each eye, each nostril, each ear, right? Splash him on your face and to start the day. And that and that's amazing. That helps clear your vision. There you okay. go, Abby. Oh, and, okay. and something Hammer. was... Everything's in RogerSales.totango.com Well, not everything we're saying but the links and Monique's putting some good stuff in the chat room too. Okay. But for someone in there that reminded me again that I should say please stop tapping Robert, Roger. We have Oh,
0: listening. was I tapping again?
6: Yeah, it just
0: bugged. Um, well, it's just a nervous it's a, a you know part. When I was in radio I, I swear to goodness I I when I first started uh first of all I went in, in to a station that had never been on. They'd always signed off at midnight. So I got the new midnight to shift, uh, six shift that nobody had ever been on before. And the first month that I was doing it, I had to take a bottle of Maylox with me to work every night. So my stomach was upset. Hell, they'd never been on before. There weren't any listeners. Okay. But I would get in that chair. The engineer used to say, if I ever made the big time, I'd have to have somebody to shake my
8: chair when I was on the air.
0: Rocking a chair, and that's just a nervous habit. I'll try and be conscious of it though. Thank you, Mer.
8: I like this
6: habit. Tap- well, yeah, I like know tap- it's nice, but when you get into, you no, know,
0: I, both of you can't talk at the same time, girls. I'm sorry. I Go like ahead, too, and you,
6: you and you haven't been doing it that awful long, but it's become a habit, you know, and some people like it, but when you get into the recording or just trying to hear, It uh, it really does uh, take away from what you're trying to listen to. It's harder to listen to. But you could do, you You could put on something soft on there. Well,
0: that's what I do. I got my handkerchief right here right now that I'm doing it, so you can't hear it. Okay, trying to
1: feather pillow, feather pillow,
0: (laughs) (laughs) pillow on my desk, please, (laughs) Paul. Who is the other female that's trying to say something?
8: Well, I like the tapping. This is Annie. I like the tapping because it reminds me of. Things like um, Rush Limbaugh when he shake his papers and stuff. It's a a good memory to me. It's, it makes <laughs> me want to think.
0: Okay, well, yeah. uh, you know, probably thoughts on both sides. I'll try and uh, I'll try and ma- manage that. Uh, what the thing is is different with my fingers than with with my lighter. See, I'll sit here and and, and and we're trying to make a point or something. It's nervous energy, um, even at my age.
4: Okay, where else can we go this morning besides one, my one, I we'll one last point. Oh, I, will, go ahead, uh, ahead. I just I was wondering if maybe this uh the topic of this conversation puts a new spin on the uh the idea of Eurofolk.
2: But you know,
1: Euro Eurotherapy
2: Euro, Euro, Euro,
1: Euro, 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 Euro. Euro Oh my God. He oh, had to go there. Yes. Well,
0: usually the people say we're full of the other excrement, so you know, I guess being a urine urine group is a step in the right direction. Uh yeah,
4: no secret like secret healers of the uh of their own medicine.
0: Well, yep, yep. Okay. Well
6: the Bible actually says something about the dung too, but we won't go there.
0: Have we ate or are there any oh, new students today who can
2: pissed on and pissed off?
0: I think that's what they're saying, Mike. If there's any new students, really, we don't get off. And, but sometimes we do on these tangents because you're not coming forward with your questions. But that's okay. We'll enjoy our setting.
6: One more um, yeah, detour here. Thank you, Ella, for bringing that up. And you can go to republicbroadcasting.org's archives and look under Ingrid Castle, and you will find that. woman did a great job. She'd never been on the radio, and they were telling her, everyone was telling her, I guess Sam, too, that, she needs her own show, you know. She just has really good voice and presence on the radio, but she's never been on before. This, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: All right, we're going to drink go? urine, please. Please carry breath mats
6: Now, see, this is the thing. No one knows. I mean, you—if you're doing it right and you're in oh good, health, you can't That'd smell go- it.
0: Only, only if you've been eating asparagus.
6: Yeah, or garlic, maybe.
0: Okay. Anybody else? I like, got anything concrete, legal? Any uh, anything else they want to bring up today? Or <laughs> yeah, we can we can, we today. can. we can look. We can talk. We can be pissed off for the rest of the hour here if we need to be. Okay. Well, I or pissed done. on, as Mike said, one of the two. But uh, there may be some other topics that people would rather cover.
8: I have something to say.
0: Good, please step forward. Nobody's even stepping on you.
8: This, this is Annie. Well, um, there's a, it has come to light that um, a lot of people have not taken their oaths of office, like even oh. the president, the vice president, and all yeah, that. We a,
0: we did almost a whole show on it yesterday.
8: Yeah, I, I came in at the end, and um, you know, I, I think that's a an interesting concept. I came in to your group via bonds for the win um, mm-hmm. and that's a telegram group um right. there was some some person on there that said that was named sunny that actually put um actually wrote and said well you can go to the matrix. you can go to um jitsi and you can actually ask questions and that's how i got to you mm. but in the bonds for the win they have at the top um if you search everything it tells you how to go about um you know, taking care of these people who have not done their oaths of office and things. So, um,
0: you know, it, and the it's something that's been around for a while. Obviously, you've got a telegram group of people that are concentrating on, but they're concentrating on it on the local level. To my knowledge, is that right, Annie?
8: They are, but now it's going um, federal. Now it's gone. It,
0: it's gone federal. It's exactly yeah. my point, and people are starting to become aware of the seriousness of it. That if those people don't have that oath of office by the file, according to the state of the federal statutes, the term, I believe, Mark hadn't been with us for a couple of days. I believe the legal term is they're operating ultra virus. Speaking of viruses, ultra vires, ultra virus. Is anybody familiar with that?
5: Yeah, I am. Nastasha.
0: Okay. Ultra virus is the correct term, isn't it, Nastasha?
8: It is. And it's... um. They're operating outside of their authority.
0: Correct. Correct.
8: And anybody who's been um, elected or appointed has to have a bond. In yes. Place. And, Attached
0: uh, to the oath. Attached uh, to the right. oath.
8: And and these people are writing on well, and, that, and that's a personal liability. And Correct. you go after the bondholder. Um, well, you know so what the they've done. Does, does all the work. The bondholder. This has is to what.
0: This is what they've done with that, Uh, and I know know because we discussed this Sunday with Thumper. Thumper owned an insurance agency, okay, and in Washington State at least, and I don't know if it's all across the country, a number of years ago, they took the bond requirement away and let you write an insurance policy for it in place of it. It was what I gathered from our discussion so they're, hey, Martha, they've changed. Do you have any yes. idea
12: where that nickname came from,
0: Thumper? I think he maybe was following my thumping on the desk way before I started.
6: <laughs> That's what they call Bible thumpers.
0: No, I have no idea. You know, he's got an interesting background, though. He was on the Blue Angels maintenance team for his whole Navy career. And what his specialty was was sinking all the electronics. So he's a pretty interesting fellow i keep I, we've brought him a long way since i started doing shows with him i think he's finally coming around to the importance of some of the things that we talk about but anyway uh i do I have no idea where he got his nickname
6: well that's a nickname for bible thumper just thumping. okay
0: well i'm not sure that uh, okay that's that makes sure, yeah, uh, uh, think cool. and the also it, w- it was also a bunny rabbit in Snow White or something, was
6: it? Yeah, but Bible Thumper, I bet that's what it is. Ask him
8: sometime.
0: Okay, well, uh, maybe I will. Maybe. Uh, maybe. So I was wondering Just- if
8: there was something to go about um, um, getting people for their bonds, because nobody ever does that. People have bonds, but nobody goes after the bonds.
0: Well, they did in Colorado, and eight of them are still in, in jail out there. Yep.
6: Yeah, Lisa McGee and the... Uh, um, Mama and, bears, uh,
0: And, and they, they went after the Bonds, and I guess when I don't know the whole story, I might not be totally correct here, but when they didn't respond to the Bonds or their other inquiries, they went in and put a lien on the judge. And the judge that blew the thing, he was trying to go get a loan for his granddaughter for college, and they turned down his loan because of the lien. And I, my impression, that's when Colorado came after him.
8: Well, the thing about it is that you just um, you go to the bond insurance, the bond company, and they do all the work for you.
0: Okay, you you just make a
8: complaint, which is kind of an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, well, it is, and it's another pretty uh, pretty uh, lethal weapon in our toolkit if we can start using it. But I love the accentuation on the federal level because with those guys up there as as deep in the La Brea tar pits as they are right now, stuff like this has got to just almost push them over the edge. Okay.
6: Yeah. If you haven't seen that SGT report, you need to watch it. Uh, Rumble has it too. And they show the documents where they didn't sign them or date them. That's right. And and
0: yesterday, uh, evidently, John B uh, uh, interviewed him last Friday, Thursday or Friday night. And I, posted the John B. Uh, Wells interview on yesterday's uh, show description notes. So if you want to listen, Sean's is about, what, 40 minutes with him, something like that. Uh, John B.'s is an hour and a half. So he gets into a lot more detail. And that in the back part of that interview is the state citizenship came up, and Tom mentioned it. Uh, he's aware of it to some extent and said that there's been 25 million people that have filed affidavits with the secretary. Now, if some of those are Anna Rights people, then they filed theirs with the Department of Commerce.
6: Right. So it could be some of straights, but they're, that's kind of messed up. But I yeah. want to say, too, virus is a Latin word for poison. So you can put anything that label on it. You know, I mean, it's like a over there, Jeff Rents and Erica Kahn, and they're poo-pooing everything. They were laughing at uh, the Yum, Yum Doctor. That's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Amanda Vollmer. And playing a video or, you know, the audio of her talking about using urine, right? And they're laughing, oh, don't use urine. And, you know, all the stuff they tell you not to do. They don't like the blowers, right? The price thing. And, it, you know, so you've got to think for yourself. So these yeah. viruses that Erica claims they're, got like 40,000 or whatever. They can call them that, but that doesn't mean that's what they are. They're poison no doubt.
0: Well, the legal term I was using was was viri. I don't know that it is associated with the word
4: virus.
2: Yeah, but it means acting
4: outside of your delegated responsibility.
6: Viri is plural. The biological
4: technical term is uh, exosomes. So exosomes yeah. would be right. the solvent right. the the uh, enzyme or whatever that that breaks down the connective tissue and various things in your body, and so that's that's the the excretions that they're uh, uh, seeing under microscopes and so on. The viruses themselves, as as so called as described, are invisible to a microscope. Yeah, if you that- were to have a microscope that was to have a, a, a to have the the wavelength that is small enough to have the uh, the uh, let's say resolution. To actually, see any features on it literally, it, it would the energy of that photon would have to be so high that it would literally blast the molecule apart. You know, it'd oh, be like a, a which is what happens ultraviolet ray,
6: which is what happens huh? in sunlight. You know, it's just particles of DNA, oh, yeah. yep, 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 it can't yep, survive, yep. Oxygen but, but it'd be higher than that or cosmic energy. It'd be
4: higher in resolution because you know, the smaller the wavelength, then the more resolution. You know, if you have this large wave coming in, that it can't pick up on all the little. The little features on it, and so everything they say about microscopes being able to see these—it's all a bunch of nonsense. It's—it's it's literally physically impossible. Just can't see things that small. So everything they see is a is an artifact of another process.
8: It's yeah, I was stained,
4: Contaminated, what? what have you? It's a dead material.
6: The cartoon thing they have—I call it Bonbons with Ponytails.
3: The
4: what? Yep. And, and well, you know what they, uh, as a matter they, of fact, they, <laughs> no. Come on. So listen, hey, don't use the word conspiracy theory, okay? Because but conspira- thats a pejorative. As soon as you do that's that, you C. paint I. an image. In- a,
0: it's a CIA term that was invented yes. and put into the public to cover the fact they murdered
11: Kennedy.
6: It's conspiracy. Theory. Plus, plus now, well, as a matter of fact, conspiracy
11: more. theory. It,
4: yeah, I mean that's it's used. There's conspiracies device. all over the place. It shuts people's. Yeah. Listen, it shuts people's critical thinking off the moment sure, they hear that. Yeah, minute, the public has it. been brainwashed. Right you're right shutting off all critical thinking they yep. instantly stop thinking they they say oh well it looks like the news has investigated it thoroughly i can go back to sleep and ignore that because yep. this just simply isn't true they, they equate like that, conspiracy uh, theory uh, to false it's,
0: it's like that attorney that's confronted gary okay and yes, that's yes, basically yes, exactly. what he's doing imputing conspiracy theory what are we putting out facts I've never had one fact I've put out uh, uh, proven wrong in twelve years, folks. Never, not one. That's
4: yeah. yeah. And that's just it. Yeah, so but when, in, when in, you, in you law, in law, accumulate...
0: Roger. Yeah. All right, hold on, Abram. Dave's going to talk. Come on. In law, oh,
11: I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Roger. Um, in, in law, conspiracy theories are used by lawyers to establish conspiracies. And then they become conspiracy facts or or law determinations of that. So that term is an old term. And then they've scared everybody with it. I I understand that manipulation clearly. And um, exosomes are are different structures than viruses by far, and they're larger. And uh, I understand the structures very, very well. And I've explained this to Chris Steiner. Um, There's more to it than that. And viruses also, they, they do have high resolution microscopy they've used on cryo electron microscopy to look at angstrom resolution on those and th- so they have seen the exact sequences and things in these so uh there's great evidence that they exist but we can't see them with our eye of course so uh you know um that's, you know i can explain that later after that the show perhaps, perhaps, they want. if you like
0: i, I don't I, I don't think you need well to that's what that.
11: you're doing you're just saying things and without proof and and i have evidence so there's a little difference
6: down day to day. Damn, you're, boy. You're,
11: you're throwing out. You're throwing out. I, your I'm telling you secret. exactly the truth. And, and Why don't you listen? That's all.
4: Your truth. Here we according go. According to you, right?
6: Here we go. Dave,
5: people are listening no. to you. You need to listen to the other person. Please don't interrupt.
0: Okay. Uh, we, now that we've completely
1: can we distracted can we go to else, please... <laughs> like, yeah, now that we've completely diverted the program. Um
0: ultra virus is work is doing something outside of your scope of authority. It's a legal term. Okay.
4: So, have Roger with this the ultra virus thing. Yes. Would this apply to the administrative state? Is that what they're doing when they are stepping outside of their delegated authority and so on?
0: Well, is that, uh, this or is this week, something where you know, it's no, well, I'll give you a perfect example of ultra virus is uh, administrative rulemaking. Right. That's what all these court cases are about. The EPA got busted for it. BATF has gotten busted for it. They're continuing to shift the burden and and to have the administrative state try and take control because people don't understand it or how it works. They're also doing it in Canada. They're passing some of this uh, LBGTQ plus plus minus whatever up there in Canada that has no legislation and the administrative agencies are promulgating these regulations ultra vires is administrative rulemaking.
6: Yeah, I just looked that I up. So that's, it's, this- it's V-I-R-E-S, ultra-vires. Yeah, unenforceable, unlawful subpoenas, and that committee should never have been formed. That was from a news report. That's how it was used. But with viruses, plural is V-I-R-I.
0: Okay, viri. okay. All right, so... So um, this is anyway. a broad term that's that... You know, that just hit me from all my legal studies. I was trying to go to sleep, and I thought, well, this isn't that ultra viri." So that's why I wanted to ask you, and it's good to know that my subconscious is still delivering me correct information. Um, so where else can we go this morning here in the uh, approximately 30 minutes we got left?
1: We talked about something that caused Daryl to switch from the live stream to joining us on the call. I don't know Uh-oh. if Daryl has something to say. We chummed up, Daryl.
0: Daryl, what do you know about this shooting in Doddville? Daryl. Well, uh, he not talk. Maybe,
1: I, very unusual. He's not really very, the, the
4: summoning him. process is, is still kicking in. He's still being summoned. So it's it, very, it takes a lot of work.
0: It's very unusual. <laughs> to, it's very unusual to mute Daryl.
1: <laughs>
5: he has it open now.
0: Okay. Are you there, Captain? Uh-oh, might have problems with this unit today. No,
7: I got it here. Oh, there he is. Okay. There he
0: is. Hey, man, uh, what do you know about uh, this shooting? What do you know about this shooting? Uh,
7: uh, it's, not it's far uh, from you. Yeah, I know. I, I looked at it. It's not probably about a probably about a forty-minute ride over there. Um, yeah, I I would say I, I don't have any specificity on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I don't I don't really know anybody over there. or Anything. I just I just look at the overall patterns and I see. Uh, young, uh, emotional, hormonally driven, uh, nihilistic, uh, people without any, uh, self-control and impulse restraint. So that, uh, I, you know, I don't know if I have anything really to contribute to
0: it other than that. And, uh, the, uh,
4: well, facets, for something uh, that
0: something um, yeah. that killed a number of people and injured a whole lot more, this is getting unbelievably little coverage. You know, my That's take is, on
7: it well, about it that that might that might have something to do with the uh uh if if you to associate that with the demographic, uh, the demographic oh. was uh, predominantly uh. Black people, young black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, of course, this this goes back to uh, if it doesn't fit the narrative or a narrative that you want to promote about right. oppression and consequences and behavior, then you uh, you use the other propaganda narrative, uh, this narrative, non-narrative of extinction. It, you... <clears throat> In the world of autism, uh, part of the treatment or behavioral control of or manipulation, if you want to call it, conditioning of autistic people is uh, the act of extinction through their misbehaviors. And uh, <clears throat> so I don't think they're doing it for that reason. I think they're doing it to extinct it from your awareness of, of the, uh, the narratives that facilitates uh, a group of oppressed people uh, there is oppression going on and uh, regrettably they're doing it to themselves uh, and uh, yeah. so that that that's sort of my general take on it uh, can
4: I chime it,
0: in and see what it, you think it, it, Abram what's Abram's chomp at the bed here come on Abram so-
4: the, uh, the fact that the ATF and the FBI are there really stinks to high heaven. And uh, those guys don't move that quick. And uh, the yeah, fact no, that they were there on the day. I'm and, intent- and, but, but I agree with Daryl. Well, the thing is, I, that I agree. I definitely agree with Daryl and that he said, you know, there's a demographic issue. And so if you connect these two things and you connect it with the recent uh, Nashville uh, shooting where uh, they, they they had a, a clearly another staged operation in the same way. You know, if you watch the video, the schools empty, the parking lots empty, you know, there's all kinds of ridiculous inconsistencies about it. Uh, I think that we're seeing some dissension within the state where some people are pushing back against some of these agendas. And they're saying, well, hey, you know, if we're going to have a, uh, a a shooting in a school, why not have a a, a female to male transgender be the shooter? Right. Or, hey, if we're going to stage a shooting in some town, why not have it be black on black? You know, at least, uh, you know well if 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 the the uh let's say the the people who are controlling this agenda and trying to push this out there if they're forcing us to do a, another drill well we're going to serve them up a drill that they're not going to be able to show so you know they went and they did all the local stuff but uh it's a it it conflicts with the narrative that they want to show and so they're just not going to go live with it
1: i've got something on that yeah okay what do they're you got they're pushing
2: off? some nasty gun control here in bama now <clears throat>
1: Exactly. They- exactly. That is that is the very point that I was going to make. Is all of the gun friendly states, all of them. Okay, be on the lookout for the three letter agencies. Be on the lookout for the Craigslist ads looking for crisis actors for some. Uh, some exercise that they 're right. going to be doing in the area because those always precede the major false flag events that were presented, and if you live in a gun friendly state, you can expect you can bet your bottom dollar that they are going to plan a mass shooting event for the furtherance of their narrative and changing that gun-friendly state into one that is just as corrupt and clamped down as any other. So be on yeah, the lookout. The yeah, yeah.
4: All, I, I agree completely, but but the thing is that uh, the, the the law enforcement they're also fans of of self-defense. So these guys are finally getting wise to it. You know they've seen it enough times that now they're 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 starting to you know we're seeing dissension. So I think this is another example of that you know where you know. They they have a, uh, a transgender shooter in the last one in Nashville, and now they have black on black. You know they're they it's a uh, I guess what's a malicious compliance as it were. And they say, okay, fine. Going to have a drill. We'll give you a drill.
2: One one of the bills they just introduced yeah. in here the, uh, is uh, is the, the that if you have a gun on you, you have to tell the officer. If not, it's a felony.
0: Well, I'd expect you'd want yeah. to tell them anyway.
7: So, uh, so lucky. let me, uh, let me give you the cornbread version of this. The, the graphication they receive in their actions is your reaction. Correct. Uh, this is, this is why they do certain things, the they's pick your, they. uh, your, 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 they does your, uh, so uh, if, you're, if you are somebody, anybody, whoever, who has a reactionary mindset, which means that you you draw conclusions on little information, then you, you, uh, you yourself, uh, I don't know if anybody's told you this or not, but you're a reactionary individual, not a proactive, no. you're not so uh they they can play these play these little uh patterns over and over again because well uh, you always react the same way uh unable to recognize patterns uh <clears throat> even in your own behavior uh so this is why this works there's there's been no conscious uh progression in the state of man or his nature and in in any form or shape or form in millennia that's why they can use the same tricks but uh maybe that's a different subject for a different time the reason i called was uh you were talking about bonds and os yes sir <clears throat> i brought this book up before uh and if you want to be on the uh uh knowledge or understanding aspect of this whole conversation, I'm going to propose again a little book that very few people have probably ever aware of or bought. It's by Lise DuPont. Where did the original constitutional state go to? She's a a habitant of Maine. Uh, She... Digs into this. Uh, this book is copyrighted back in 2014. And let me read you something here. She she started sorting some of this out here a little bit in her own experience. And uh, here on page 45, she says, uh, "Furthermore, he is not allowed to hear a cause to start without a commission." as he possesses no public office, no judicial powers, and no immunity. Their silence can only be equated with fraud when there is a legal or moral duty to speak or when an inquiry left unanswered would be intentionally misleading. So, uh, in just a few sentences, she really does cover the terrain of... What it's like to be a fraud, an imposter, an impersonator, and uh, those, those are Im- impersonation is a fraud, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're yeah, okay. So, uh, let, let, and just one other little point here. Um, the uh, she brings this forward a little bit on page 65. She says, Well. Uh, the attorney general also gave instructions to the local county attorney who had a double role. He acted for the state and the county. Now, here's the important part. The county attorney, uh, the county attorney office had been eliminated in 1973, replaced by the district attorney office. Hmm, interesting. That has only one role. He acts for the state only and enforces the will of the state. Let me repeat that. The county attorney office was eliminated, and appointed by a district attorney. Yep,
3: consolidation. Uh,
7: now, why is this important? Uh, uh, this this uh, <clears throat> this goes back to uh, pre Civil War and and actions that were being taken up in the Northeast. And she goes on to elaborate on this a little bit. She says, the executive department can execute the laws of the state. What this 1855 fraudulent law does is to eliminate the separation of powers under common law.
0: How about, do you want to draw a parallel on this, Daryl, on a national level? Yeah. 17th
7: Amendment. 17th Amendment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, now... She starts digging into this sort of the, the preface of why she even does this uh, scholastic and academic uh, work here and research. It's profound. Yeah, You can really get your head around it uh, if you take the time to read her book. And is that uh, in the uh, uh, first half of the 1800s, uh, there's uh, all kinds of records and documentation as to people that weren't taking O's and not being bonded. This was happening in the early 1800s. Wow. And, and this, so <clears throat> I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that, you know, we, uh, you, you might be, you might be thinking we're on the pointy end of the spear, but it's being supported by a 150 year long uh,
0: <clears throat> Handle. And and so what's and, their de- so what's their defense, Daryl, Custom and usage.
7: Uh, yeah. Uh, no, look, this is uh, this is and and here's the point. You know, you make a really good point. Here's the point. There's not there's not one, and I'm being conservative or optimistic. There's not one out of a thousand people that can even ask the questions or defend any position. They're ignorant. They're stupid and they don't want to be told that and that's just uh and i know that sounds harsh okay but the time for for fiddling around here and 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 uh you know trying to pity pat and walk around people's feelings is over uh whether you like it or not and uh uh you know that's just the way it is uh they they've there's, there's a new operating system that's been transposed, transposition. So if, if you're an applicator and you're a semantic, you want to transpose something. You want to trans, <laughs> transmutate. You want to alchemically shift from one to the other and people never really realizing the magic trick of the transposition. They've moved over time through custom and usage into accepted uh, doc. Behavior protocols and convention, and uh, it's it's done so uh, quietly and seamlessly with the cooperation of the perpetrators and those that it's visited on that they don't they don't have any defense you know uh, because they don't have any they don't have any here's the reason why is they don't have a a dam Uh, you know from my engineering background and also. from my aviation background, you always had to start from a known reference point and a datum. And those lines have been erased and uh, oh, completely erased. Uh, the <clears throat> reference points of what is, is, yeah. has been erased. In the minds of the uh, the population,
0: they it's don't, been erased they don't in the, the damn dark, It's been erased in the law too. Look how they've gone to the links to hide national, change it to national and hide it.
4: You know, Daryl, <coughs> I agree with everything yeah. you've said, starting with Clinton. But the one detail that, that I disagree with is that I feel like the veil is lifting and people are seeing through this haze, and the datum points are starting to. Uh, to a line and, uh, you know, we have to start with a plane. Okay. Then you make a line and you make your third point. And once you have that, and so people are putting the plane together right now and we have time. Uh, The vaccine push for the transhumanism, this uh, alchemical change of humanity. uh, It's a partial success. So, you know, the people that didn't take it are wise that something's wrong.
7: Well that's
3: just so not
4: over.
7: No, it's not See, over. See that's
4: all.
7: That's where that's where you can you can look as a earth changing earth changing event. How do you how do you reshape the topography of of Earth? Well, there's a lot of different ways. One of them is in a as uh, in a landslide or, or a earthquake or uh, earthquake is a good one because it, it really shakes things up. And yeah. when you shake the earth hard enough, it forms a pyroplastic flow. It it seeks its own level. After you shake it hard enough, it becomes it becomes semi-liquid. It's known as a pyroplastic flow. What we're approaching is that event where the uh, society, as such, uh, metaphorically is going to be shaking, and it will liquefy. And at that moment. It will retransmorgify, you know, it will uh, transmute into something different. Uh, The reason we need to have serious conversations about this is that uh, depending upon what you do in your own life and the community around you will determine what it transmutes into. And so this in this in this point. In this point of the shaking, the, the liquefying, the the uh, opportunity exists to direct that where it needs to go, and uh, these are why these uh, uh, conversations that need to take place. Well, this
4: uh, is why I I agree. So there is opportunity,
7: you know, but there's also risk.
4: I would this I would change the analogy. It. So I like the earthquake analogy, right? But the thing about an earthquake is an earthquake happens, and it rattles everything up, and then things, things settle, and people kind of get their bearing, yeah. and they don't know what's going on. Yeah. But we are the tsunami that's coming behind the earthquake that, that they don't expect. So they're picking up the pieces, and there's tsunamis yeah. from every direction, Todd Calendar, from uh, this virus theory, from all these different directions. And uh, you know they're trying to shut down the Internet because they, they have to stop the flow of information. And yep. when they do that, then people are really going to come unglued, okay? Yep. So yep. these tsunamis, we we like it's it's you know the lights are out because the the earthquake broke everything and the infrastructure has been damaged and, and and neglected for decades and, and centuries, it's like you just pointed out with this whole uh, oath of opposite and so forth. But the tsunamis Daryl. only just starting to come in, Daryl. Daryl, may so I? I have an optimistic take on it
1: we got That's Charlie. It. Yeah, go Charlie? ahead,
3: Charlie. Is that Charlie?
10: Yeah, it is. Daryl, I can't tell you. I, I, I love when you come on the show. I mean, next to Roger and, and a few others, I mean, you bring to the table such a wealth of knowledge. And I've never heard that about the district attorney, the county, um, to what it is now in the state of. That makes total sense, and I'm going to look for DuPont's book, but I have a question for you. It's a little bit on topic, but um, about uh, maybe six weeks ago, you were mentioning your friend that got um, snapped into the um, the January 6th stuff, and you were at one of his hearings, and you were sitting outside, I think you said, and you were amongst two attorneys, <laughs> and you made this amazing um, uh, reference to whose law. It was like I said, it was so simple. I forgot it. Um, could you yes. go over that again? Yes. And, okay, yes. and then the yes. other comment that I wanted yes. to make up, going back to um, Alabama. Okay. <laughs> Anyone that knows me about birth dates, okay, the number one satanic celebration. Um, is there any celebra- is there any surprise about it being about a birthday party? I yield. Thanks, Daryl.
7: Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Go ahead, Roger. You were going to say I think,
0: something. I, I think your question to the attorney that was, I guess, representing your friend uh, was. He is, had five this, attorneys. Is, is this positive law? I think that's what uh, yeah. instigated the reaction. Yeah, he he. uh sat in even, there in the meeting. He, he probably doesn't even know what positive law is. Quite frankly, go ahead.
7: I I, I sat in there with him for about a half an hour before they booted me out and because of you know client attorney privilege and all that sort of stuff and uh they had a they had a whiteboard top to bottom left to right four feet tall 10 feet wide filled with strategy and blah 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 anyway i i just i listened to him talk kept looking at that board and i i looked at the lead attorney he's man what a sharp guy and you know, he's probably about 50 years old he was he was a black fellow uh dressed to the nines i mean sharp Um uh, all of them were actually uh and um i sat there and i listened to it for a while and i go well i have a question and they all kind of just like turned it it's the first time i said anything they looked at me and i said I'm looking at your your whiteboard and your strategy here. My question is is what my friend Russell Alford has been charged under is this uh positive law. And that lead attorney, he hadn't paid me any attention up to that point and he turned and he looked at me and his eyes got a little wide and it was like he looked at me very intently and he paused as a long pause were, and everybody was quiet. Were you wearing
3: overalls?
7: Yes, it is. I was, I was in my Carhartt base <laughs> you know? and, and I, I had my Carhartt hat on and, uh, he said, uh, yes, yes, it is positive law. I said, okay. And, uh, it wasn't just shortly after that. He says, well, we're, we're going to need to excuse you, Mr. Whoever you are, because this is a attorney client privilege. So, <laughs> Uh so I spent I spent the next seven hours sitting out in the lobby reading everything there was to read and and uh, it was there was some interesting stuff to read out there, but
9: um so, for, for the purposes. Like oh. what oh. Yeah. Uh, didn't
6: I
7: didn't understand that. I didn't understand, I didn't understand what you said either.
6: Uh, it, it would have been nice if Rusty would have waived that and had you stay <laughs> client. Yeah.
0: What happened with Rusty? Uh, Daryl. Well, is there any. Disposition? Well, he was,
7: <laughs> well, yeah, he was, he was, uh, convicted by a, a judge in, uh, district of Columbia. How long was that? Uh, end of January. And, uh, as far as I know, uh, He's supposed to appear in yazoo mississippi in uh in about a month here uh, now about a month ago they did uh, put it on appeal and so I haven't heard anything more since then but his uh at his sentencing, the judge said uh, she she could put him on um, probation, but in his case, since he did not show any indication or sufficient repentance for his, his crimes, she was going to give him a full year. Um, uh, and so, um, unless I, now he was, uh, there was a, there was a little, I don't know, five, five minute or so stint on Tucker Carlson where Rusty was on there. Oh, really? Uh, with Tucker Carlson covering uh, this back in January or early February. So, Mm so anyway, that's, that's where that, that resides. And he, when he, when he looks at me uh, every once in a while, you know, we, we get together and talk and, and uh, several times since January 6th, he's looked at me and said, uh, well, the, the week before he went up there, I was over at his body shop and I said, don't do it it's a made on event it's a it's 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 set up don't do it man don't i pleaded with him don't do it and he went he says i gotta see for i gotta see for myself i said well i said rusty (laughs) i said you know i've known him for years now and i said rusty how many times have i have i called the eight ball in the corner pocket and he goes well a lot and i go please don't do it and so he's a good guy, though, and he, looked, he looks at he, several times since then, he said, yeah, Daryl, you know, eight-ball corner pocket. Yeah. And I go, oh. that's all right. It's all right. Well, I, you, I'm going to back you anyway, buddy. Yeah. This,
0: this, this brings Dr. Laura Schlesinger's comment to the forefront. We're all where we are because of choices we've made.
6: Yeah, you know, in 2017, Somebody the same thing on on Stormfront Radio. You know, I could hear the guy, that, this Jason Kessler, and I told him, "Don't go to Charlottesville." But you know, there you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. emotions <laughs> over. Yeah.
4: For the purposes of, of, I guess the uh, uh, your 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 friend's case, would it matter if it was positive or negative law? I mean, from from that attorney's perspective, you know, he's he's still stuck. One way or another, because he's a citizen, right? Well, you know I mean, what?
0: I'll bet they're charging him with insurrection, which is the blanket charge they've put all of those people under, and that is positive law.
4: Okay. Positive law for citizens or positive
0: law for nationals? Well, for nationals too. If it's true insurrection, this wasn't a true insurrection. That's where the rub is. Their insurrection happened up in to Nashville, Tennessee after that shooting when they invaded the state house, when they were in legislative session. That's insurrection. Just going into the Capitol when they're not in session is not insurrection. They have you to know,
7: be uh, in session. Uh, Roger, I, I got a question for Daryl. Um, has he heard about or looked into this Charlie Danielson's um, paperwork to see if that might help him out? You know, I, that's a good question. I'm not real informed on that, and I haven't spoken with him about that. If anybody is aware of it, he's obviously he has a lot of self interest in this case, right. and he's probably aware of it. He's yeah, well, uh, same enough, I, I personally don't. I personally don't. I got, the,
0: I got the answer for you. Okay, If he didn't bring it up at the trial level, it's not going to make any difference now.
4: I'm not sure about that. This, you can't
0: bring things up at the appellate level that were not brought up at the district court level. Charlie you can't Daniels. add things into the process once it's started and gone above the bottom level.
7: This is so outside of everything. I don't know that those rules would apply here, really. But you might be right. I don't know.
1: I have a question for Roger. or Daryl. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. Yes, in my current little situation, a bit of information I'd like to have is the question I posted in the chat. And that is, can someone direct me to the source of the definition of resident as it pertains to the receipt of a benefit or discharge of a duty?
0: It goes back. The original idea of residency comes from when countries trade ambassadors. If you'll go look on the internet under that term and search databases, you'll find one or one place that alludes back to the origin of it. That's the origin of it, Jeff.
1: I still don't understand the answer. I'm sorry. I've looked well, in blank what, uh, In your case, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. In, in in your case, uh the uh, uh you, you know, you have to rebut the presumption of of uh your residency or being a resident. Uh, uh and have,
0: have you looked in the, the Texas traffic statutes to find that the term resident is a rebuttable presumption statement? I guarantee it's in there.
4: Texas statutes
0: in the Texas statutes in driving and and the part that deals with driving and and there's a section in there that goes over residency this is what I saw in the Georgia statutes they're all uniform okay and the first part the first paragraph was dealing with it was the uh, geography if you've been in the state longer than 30 days, that kind of thing. Then there was another paragraph, and then underneath that second paragraph was a one-line sentence, and it says, the term resident is a rebuttable presumption. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, yeah, more
7: there's yeah, there's, a, there's also another little... Uh aspect of this, uh, particularly if you're standing in front of his his majesty or <laughs> her her divinity or whoever yeah. it is. Uh they uh they have the a judges, little thing the, that the
1: uh, judge's last name yesterday last uh, Saturday happened to be Solomon. Oh, great. Oh,
7: oh okay. Well okay, well just yeah, there's there's no, there's no other gods there. So anyway. Um the uh one of the things you have to be aware of is that uh they had this thing I I learned this from Tom Schramm was a uh, silent, jud- silent judicial notice correct and and they will uh they will you know employ any number of different uh,
0: uh strategies tactics,
7: you know to uh to get you to uh, acquiesce and uh, uh well to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Indict yourself or, uh, uh, to, uh, a- acknowledge that you, you have, uh, a, a residency at mom, you know, sometimes it's done as simple thing as, as, as the driver's license or they, you know, other, other sort of civil contracts that you're associated with. And they might, they might do that, but, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm just stating the obvious here. You know, we're we're you're trying to, you're trying to find uh, uh, reconciliation in a rigged game, and uh, so, and I'm sure at some point, hey Jeff, listen. Uh, at some point, uh, they're gonna they're gonna I'm gonna be playing that same game. You know, you can't do the things that I do and not not come into conflict here.
3: So. Eventually, yeah. All right, yeah. thank you. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I had another email from the guy that helped Lynn write that letter we posted. and We talked uh, with her last week. He got stopped over the weekend, pulled over in Aspen, Colorado, and he had not filed his local notices in the state.
2: Uh-oh. I did.
0: I'm yeah. telling you, folks, you can't do this half ass. It's not in your advantage to do this half-assed.
5: Okay, I've been explaining that on the Telegram,
0: too, Roger. So, yeah, well, people just don't want to listen, do they, Merka?
5: They're not asking questions. Maybe something's holding them back, but I want them to jump on and ask questions.
0: Okay, but that's a real important part of this is weaponizing it. Otherwise, how are the people in your state supposed to know? You don't think the Secretary of State's going to send out a memorandum to to them, do you? don't be ridiculous you've got to do it it's your freedom do what it takes to set yourself up where at least if you get caught in a backlash somewhere you've got some kind of grounds to stand on so you can defend your position if you don't do the notices folks you're letting crap fall through the cracks don't do it if you're going to do this do it if you're going to do it half-ass don't do it okay All right, here, laying our bodies down, Paul, you're going to have to body us off.